0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank the III. And I am Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we continue our series, The Hills Have Size, where we recap the seminal series on MTV The Hills. Today we're discussing episode three, no I'm sorry, season three, episode six.
1: Second
0: Chances. Second Chances.
1: Yep. So to recap, last week, Spencer broke up with Brody. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. And what else does Lauren say in her words of wisdom? Oh, she says that Audrina wanted distance from Justin after he refused to be her boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, he kind of did, but I felt like that was convenient.
0: Yeah. Um, and we got to see full on Heidi's shirt from the week before, and it was the Bony Pony Ranch.
1: Yes. It actually wasn't two ponies, nor was it a rodeo rider. It was just one pony that was very skinny and said Bony Pony Ranch. Bony Pony Ranch. <laughs> I don't... I don't know what that is. I don't either. But but, there you go. Um, So we dive right in and we are at Teen Vogue. And Whitney looks so beautiful for a day of work. It's not even fair. Yeah. She is wearing a navy dress with spaghetti straps and a belt. And she has like that perfect summertime like bright red nail polish to go with her like navy dress. Her hair is just like flawless. And like she just, it's so Whitney like, Lauren breezes by her, and I hardly notice Lauren whatsoever. Lauren is organizing clothes by color, and she mentions that Jason called, and Whitney says, where is he? How is he well, doing? and Whitney looks shocked. Yeah. I mean, her face just drops. Yeah. And she says, how's he doing? Doing. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. How's he doing? Um. And Lauren said, he's doing okay. Like, he's in a rehab in Orange County. Um. He just got out. He just got, just got out, out of rehab. And he's stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Whitney says, like, well, do you want to see him? And Lauren doesn't really answer the question, but she says, like, he must have, like, some sort of pager, like, just when I'm, like, getting over things and things are going good in my life, it's like he just knows and it's time to call me.
0: Because b- right before Lauren goes on and on about how our life has been perfect and amazing lately, like, work is great and social life is great and, like, as all, everything's going great, Okay. Justin calls and that's the end of that. Jason. I mean, Jason calls and that's yeah. the end of
1: that. Yep. Um, so then we are at the gym with <laughs> Equinox. Equinox with their trainer Jarrett. And Carrie, I know you're listening, Audrina is wearing all white fila sneakers. And I could hardly breathe.
0: Um, out of excitement or repulsion? Repulsion. What's wrong with Fila sneakers?
1: All white sneakers? I it's too long to list. <laughs> Um, so they are doing some exercises with Jarrett and a little bit of weight and Lauren then he's stretching her out which is must have been awkward to film I guess and then Lauren says have you done boot camp and he goes no she said really you haven't done it and he goes I teach boot camps and she was like oh sorry she said well we met this guy last night and he was telling us we should go to it and he said well who'd you mean?" she's like some guy named Derek and he goes oh you know Derek that's my friend he does the boot camps like Horribly convenient. Um, And then they said, well, the four of us should go out tomorrow. Great. Where are you going? We're going to Lola's. It's our favorite place. And Jarrett says, yeah, we're going to take shots too. So what kind of trainer are you trying to get me to take shots?
0: Um, My trainer tries to make me drink all the time. So I think all trainers do that. And I was a little... At first upset with his not the drinking part of his unprofessionalism but the fact that he was asking his clients out on a date which I thought was very unprofessional but then it just seems like he's setting Lauren up with him and he and Adrina were just buds like it didn't seem like he and Adrina were supposed to be on a date so
1: no I'm kind of surprised once we see Lauren's date that she found him cute at all he's not ugly but like he doesn't seem like her type and he's not that cute
0: yeah, I was a little surprised too. I thought he was cute, but yeah, he, he didn't seem to like normal. I think the trainer is cuter to, though. Yeah, oh yeah, the trainer is cuter. Yeah. Yeah, the trainer is cuter. But trainers are hard to come by. You don't want to fuck them because then they can't be your trainer anymore. That's a mistake.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, So then they're having a smoothie after their workout. at elixir. Yep. And um, again, she says the line about how Jason is called from rehab or whatever, and he must have like a radar that everything's going good in her life. And... Audrina again reiterates that she's taking a break from Justin Bobby and she says like only new boys and they're like cheers to that and they cheers their smoothie.
0: Now I don't understand why everyone in Audrina's vicinity isn't throwing themselves in traffic because even I am getting sick and tired of hearing like I'm taking a break from Justin Bobby it's over oh we're talking again oh it's done oh we're talking it's the most annoying thing ever and I only have to sit through 20 minutes of it like they have to live it.
1: And... We're only six episodes in. That's what I keep thinking. And this goes on for a long time. Like, Audrina pretending to date Justin Bobby, like, we're going to have to ride this out forever. It's
0: exhausting.
1: It's a waste of time. Yeah. We'll have to come up with, like, a special feature or something to help us get through it. We
0: definitely are. Okay. Maybe we should do a shot every time um, she says she's done with Justin Bobby. Okay. (laughs) We actually have to really listen to what she's saying though then. But I, I can't believe that none of them even at this point have said like enough. Like enough. Like if you want to date him, date him. If you don't want to date him, don't date him. But just stop fucking talking How about many it,
1: times do you think people on the hills like threw up the table and they were like this isn't even real. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm so bored. <laughs> He's your hairdresser. <laughs> um so then we are at bolt house and again heidi is playing professional barbie take two and i put that she looks amazing she looks good yeah. i said my note says heidi looks like lauren hutton she oh she really does that's a good mix. i couldn't she remember her great. last name that took me a minute um she's wearing like um trousers basically but they're flared and they're very long she's clearly wearing them with heels with like a cute button-down top, like, tucked into the pant, which always looks good on a skinny and person. And they're low.
0: They're, like, the pants, like, hit her, like, they're low-rise. The hi- well, because yeah. it's 2007. Yeah,
1: you know. But all of a sudden, Heidi's decided to grow up. I don't... This is, like... She really is playing, like, Bolthouse dress-up.
0: But, I mean, do we think it was the producers being like, this is your storyline since you have no friends, so... Let's yeah, go with it. Totally. Like, you can't have the storyline. You can't if you're sit at home like and
1: play video games with Sweat winter. shorts
0: and Uggs.
1: Totally. Because her off-job stuff is even more casual and boring now, because yeah. she never goes out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's totally what happened. So then Heidi finds out that from Elodie, because there's this open office, which I'm guessing someone quit, someone left. Like They never say it. It's yeah. Like they act like... Double door,
0: like waved a wand, and a magically an office appeared in the corner of the building that yeah. was never there before. Yeah. It's very strange. Because it's a prominent office, like right in the middle. Of, I mean, someone was in there before. It didn't just appear out of nowhere. Right.
1: The office looks like a giant square with free space in the middle for interns and like that little magazine lounge area. And then there's an office all the way around. Yeah. Offices. So I don't, yeah, whatever.
0: And Elodie has definitely seen the era of her ways and has fixed her hair.
1: Yeah, but she has been hitting the spray tan.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, it is not good. She, she looks like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. I, it's
1: a little more br- taupe than orange. But it's but bad. it's Yeah, it's not good. Because my my first thought was like, oh, her hair is... Oh, it matches her face. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not good. Um, so then Elodie mentions there's this new position... Uh, opening up or they just created it or something for an event director, Director. which aren't they all event directors? I think they're event planners. Okay. Or coordinators. Yeah. Um, and Elodie mentions that she's decided to go for it and she's been there for two years and she's really paid her dues. And Heidi's like, Oh really two years? Like you came on board like right when I did. And Elodie's like a little before. Well, no, Elodie, (laughs) Elodie basically
0: says like, you've been here for a year. She's like, I was here a year before you.
1: Oh. Although, yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. It was a year before. A year. Yeah. Well, Heidi seems... To, she's got the revisionist history gene like Audrina She does.
0: sure does.
1: Yeah. So then Heidi goes back to the apartment again, just like last week. Filming is over, so the work day is over. Right. And she goes home in her professional outfit, and she tells Spencer about this new position. That's what they keep calling it, this new position. And... They keep calling it that. They won't say event director or I really hope you get this job. Like they call it a position. And like they say the word position like 10 times. Mm -hmm. And Spencer says, I think you should do whatever it takes to get that position.
0: Well, and it's so gross because it's such a dumb fake me out setup. It's really bad. And he literally does everything but like twirl his mustache and pet (laughs) a cat. Like, he's just like full on super villaining out. She's like, ah, do whatever it takes and I'll help you however I can. Yeah. Like, it's so dumb. I'm like, just give me a fucking break. Like, first of all, she never even said that there was like, that Elodie was up for I mean, it's just dumb. Like, the whole thing is stupid.
1: I'm still laughing at you twirling your mustache and petting a fake cat. Um, and then Heidi includes that the position, she would have her own office and her own assistant. Mm hmm.
0: Can you imagine being Heidi's assistant? Oh my god.
1: That was my first thought, and I died a little inside. I can't imagine having an assistant, period. Like, even bossing one around, I'd feel really awkward, but I can't imagine being one either. Oh,
0: I have an assistant. I love to boss them around. I have no problem doing it.
1: Yeah, you do. But you're nice, though. In front of the clients. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nice, but I don't let them get away with shit. Like, I mean, if I see them acting nothing, I'm like, there are 4,000 things you could be doing right now.
1: No. Oh. Okay.
0: But can you imagine if Heidi said that to you? I would throw myself in traffic. (laughs) I can't even... I would just laugh in her face. Be like, whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll... Yeah. We'll get there. So then um, we are on Lauren and Audrina's date with Jarrett and Derek. Mm -hmm. And Derek is from New Jersey. So he says his name just like that. Derek. Yeah. Um, They're Lolas. Yeah. He's not unattractive. Just not as cute as I would expect for Lauren. He is
0: like 90% of the guys you would see wandering around Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, he's not ugly. He's not super attractive. He's got a nice body. He's just kind of there.
1: Yeah. And Lauren is wearing this kind of like, it's almost like silver and gold combined. It's just like a metallic top with, um, kind of like a drop waist, even though it's just a top. So it hits at the hip and then kind of folds over it. Cause that was really popular in those times it's strapless. And then the bust is like a huge bow And I thought she had worn it before, but I'm confusing it with her real 21st birthday dress that was also a huge bow across the boobs that we looked up. Um, yeah, she does. She loves a bow bust. Yeah. I think her line now has something like that. Do you think it's because she doesn't have big tits? Yeah. She also just loves like bows, polka dots, and florals. Those are like, yeah. Her entire line is like, it looks like you could wear it to a tea party because that's what all the photo shoots look like. It's yeah. like her laying in a field of daisies using like a 1920s typewriter. It makes like no sense. <laughs> she looks pretty, but it makes no sense. Um, so they ask the girls like if they've ever been back to the East Coast and they say they've been to New York and they're like, you've never been to Jersey. And Lauren's like, well, how's Jersey different? And he says something about how much construction there is. Yeah. Okay, Derek. So then Lauren says, so why are you wearing a Michigan State t-shirt? And he says, because I got it in a thrift store for 40 cents. I loved
0: this whole little diatribe of this.
1: Yeah. So then Lauren says like, well, that's a good reason to buy it. But then she clearly wants that to be the end of the t-shirt conversation. And he says like, yeah, but the, the thrift stores out here are so expensive. It's like vintage is cool now. Like, back at home, I could get, like, five t-shirts for a dollar, and I was, like, down on Melrose the other day, and, like, there was, like, a, a vintage t-shirt for, like, $70. And Lauren's just sitting there, like, wanting to die.
0: And he prattles on and on and on about it. He mentions 40-cent t-shirts, like, 10 times. Yeah. Which I'm all for. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, And then, conversely, mentions expensive vintage t-shirts, like, a billion times. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Yeah. And I think he's confusing, like, I've definitely gone thrift store shopping, and I've gone vintage store shopping, They're different. and they have to totally different stuff.
1: Yeah. But also, so I haven't gone on a lot of first dates, obviously. Can't you just say, like, whoa, you're really into your t-shirt collection? Like, can't you just, like, cut them off and, like, keep, just be yourself and be like, wow, this is boring?
0: Uh, no, you okay. can't.
1: You really have to be, like, that nice? It's like a business meeting? Yeah. Really? It really is. Oh, God, I would have failed at that. Thank God I'm married. Yeah. I mean, you I, like I
0: feel like if Lauren was drunk because we want to look drunk, Lauren can't hold back. She probably would have said something. But yeah, you have to sit through some boring, inane. Hard... Why do you think people hate first dates? They're the worst. I I don't
1: know. I legitimately don't know. Yeah. Well oh. then. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have gotten a lot of second dates. Because if you off the bat say like if I mean if you
0: know someone you could be like oh my god like could you be more into 40 cent t-shirts and like put an end to it. But if you were to say something like that to someone you've only known for five minutes, you'd instantly be branded a bitch. And then like the whole rest of the dinner is just like super uncomfortable and awkward.
1: Yeah. Sad thing is, is I think I was kind of like that to my husband back in the day (laughs) because I was, I was young when we met and I was still in college and I was like drunk all the time. So I probably was being really like, I would say whatever I want. I remember asking him, I was like, why are you talking so loud? And why are you standing so close to me? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That was 10 years ago. I'm just um,
0: well, you said it to the right person, because most people would have been like, peace out, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay. So then the double date moves on to Ledoux. And Derek continues to be a weirdo, and he really is... Re- At this point, he's he's freaking me out, and he's weird. But yeah. also, Lauren has a drink in her hand, so I feel like by now she would have just like insulted him. Um, but he says something about, like, I like you more than any girl I've ever met.
0: He also talks about, like, serial killers. Well, so he says, like,
1: maybe that makes me crazy. Maybe I am crazy. Maybe I've killed people. I just don't know. And Lauren's just, like, sitting there (laughs) looking like she wishes she could eject herself off the banquette. And um, so he says, like, maybe I'm a psycho or whatever. And Audrina comes by and says, like, Lauren, I have to pee. Do you have to pee? Well, before
0: that happened, we missed a couple things. Um, The most glaringly important that stood out to me was that he said that his girlfriend that his last girlfriend oh, gave yeah. in high school for seven years and I believe that Derek could have gone to high school for seven years after listening to him talk I think that is fully feasible
1: He said that he was in high school for seven years or they dated for seven years He
0: said I dated her in high school for seven years That was the exact sentence that came out of his mouth I know what he meant is that I met her in high school and dated her for seven years. But the way he no. said it makes it sound like <laughs> he was in high school for seven years.
1: Got it. Got it. And then Lauren says, you totally have girlfriend issues, don't you? And he said, not at all. And she goes, well, I was in a relationship for a year and I have a million issues from that. And he goes, <laughs> well, that's your problem. Which, right on you, it is your problem. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole thing is really painful, I will say. And then Audrina comes to the rescue and says that she has to go pee. And it seems completely fake. It seems like a girl emergency. where It's like, oh my god, do you have to pee? You look like you have to pee. Well, and that's the thing, too, is
0: I, Lauren, it was obviously from the look on her face, was miserable. And that's also where first first state suck Because people usually, I don't know why they can't tell
1: when those things are happening,
0: but, like, he was clueless to the fact that she was miserable. But Audrina could tell from across the room. But she came and saved her. Took her to the bathroom. Unfortunately, they did not make out.
1: Yeah. Nope. Didn't get to see that. Um, so then they go to the bathroom, and Lauren basically says, like, he thinks I like him. <laughs> and then she says, I've never wanted to stab myself in the eye more. Yep. And then it is the next day, and we are at Teen Vogue.
0: <laughs> oh, and the other, I had one other quick comment about oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. About the Michigan t-shirt that he was wearing. Yes. How the fuck do you get into LaDue? I don't okay, think. I know you did because you were with the camera crew but apparently she met him at Ledoux previously, right? Because she said I met this guy Derek we were out I'm assuming they were at Ledoux because that's where she always goes that is not a vintage t-shirt it's just like a dumb college t-shirt with some jeans you are not getting into Ledoux
1: Yeah, good point
0: I mean, you gotta wear, like, a shirt with a collar and oversized cuffs. But maybe he was VIP the night
1: they met, too. Because Lauren doesn't leave the VIP area. But that's what I'm saying. How the, Well, I guess... May,
0: they don't say what boot camp. I'm assuming it's Barry's boot camp. So if he is a trainer for Barry's boot camp, which was so hot He might then, have been a VIP himself. Maybe, yeah. But still, it's like, step up your fucking game, dude. You're a goddamn ladue.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, so then we're at Teen Vogue. And it's yes. the day after. And Lauren looks... I said, my note says she looks very sound of music. So she's wearing her. I can't tell whether it's a top and a skirt or a dress, but the top dress it. Yeah. The top is strapless again. And then it's got this big, like black and white eyelet, pretty poofy skirt, but it has huge, probably like three inch belt loops with a ginormous black belt around the waist. And I realized the ladies in Sound of Music don't do strapless tops, but it was more like the fullness of the skirt. Like, she was going to climb the highest mountain. Oh. Well, or climb every mountain.
0: Climb the highest round rock of clothes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so then she tells Whitney about the date from hell she had. And Whitney even says, wait, our trainer, Jarrett? So he just trains all of them now, yeah. which makes sense. Um, I wonder if,
0: because I would be willing to bet a lot of money that Teen Vogue, or Vogue, probably has a deal with um, Equinox. Like, all people that work at Vogue get Equinox super cheap or they pay for it or something, so.
1: Probably. Or maybe MTV was gearing up about a show about trainers who lived in LA and it just never happened. Like, who knows? Very possible. Yeah. Because Workout was on at the time, right? Ten
0: years ago was Workout on? Yeah.
1: Has it been that long? Uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah. God, talk about missing a show. Um, So then, you know, Lauren says that every guy since Jason... Oh, This is, I wanted to get into, she says, of all the guys I've dated since Jason, I've had no second dates.
0: I have a one date curse. Yep. I feel you, Lauren. Me too. Right there with you.
1: Of all the guys, who?
0: Well, there was the British guy. There was, um, the hockey guy.
1: That was season two. That's still a date. Okay. That's true. That was
0: after Jason. Yeah. So I mean, there. I think she has had a lot of one-offs, just dinners, just like mean, stuff we haven't seen, coffee, whatever.
1: Okay. Well, that again blows the theory out of like her and Brody ever having dated, though. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But still, I want to know who were the guys she was dating that we don't know about, because I bet they were way better. Probably. 2007 Lauren Conrad VIP in all these places. Oh yeah. I'm she sure. must have hooked up with some hotties. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. I want to know. Oh well. Um, so then we are back at Bolthouse and I feel like you need to introduce this because you died. Oh my God. So
0: <laughs> I don't know who I had a talking to with Brent Bolthouse and said like, Hey buddy. You need to get on board with this show because now all of a sudden he is. And he... The producers are really cracking down on the Bolthouse thing in particular. They really are. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, Brent just has not had acting lessons. And he says in the fakest thing I've ever well, heard... Well, and it
1: was recorded after. You could tell. It was really dubbed.
0: Yeah. It says, hey, Heidi. Heard you wanted to talk. Like, I mean, it was just like that. It
1: was so horrible. It sounded like a voicemail message. Yeah,
0: it was so terrible. And um, so, because we're assuming, facts not in evidence, that Heidi has approached Brent at some point or emailed him and says, I want to talk to you about the new position. Um, so they go into Brent's, she says, oh, yeah. And they go into Brent's office. And basically she says, like, I know this position is open and... This is where I kind of lost my mind, and I feel like old Brent would have never put up with this. But Heidi then goes, I've been here for a really long time, and I've worked really hard. Um, no, you've been there for a year. That is not a really long time in the corporate world, by any stretch of the imagination. And um, I have seen no evidence of hard work. I've seen you let your friends into parties. I've seen you slack off at the front door. I have not seen any evidence of hard work.
1: I've seen you sit and read magazines. Take long lunch breaks. Yeah. Go for breakfast. Run
0: out of the office at the drop of a hat to hang out in the alley with your boyfriend. Just to go tour an apartment.
1: Yeah. Um, and Brent
0: says none of this. <coughs> Instead, he nods and says, oh, well, you know, like all good information and, and I'll keep you in mind. Interesting idea. Yeah. Let me think about it. Let me it. think about it. Yep. And I feel like old Brent would have literally laughed in her face. I've yep. been like, you forgot the mus- the mayonnaise on my sandwich, you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> where's my drink? Where's my drink? We went from, where's my drink? So let me give you a promotion for just no yep. reason whatsoever.
1: Yep. And Heidi looks professional again. She's rocking slacks again with a Burberry polo shirt. Yes. Because the collar is popped and it's very obvious. hmm Yep. So then we are at the girls' apartment, Lauren and Audrina's apartment. Oh
0: wait a minute! I didn't even think about this. Oh, she's totally co-opting Elodie's look too. Elodie was wearing a polo shirt in the first scene when she tells her about the job.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. This
0: is full on all about Eve. Like they just stole this whole plot from a Betty Davis movie. You guys, makes sense. Um. So that was kind of the end of that. Then we yeah. get back to the. Then we're at the girls' apartment. The girls' apartment.
1: And you can see the huge diet plan that is, like, color-coded hanging on their fridge. I have to point it out. It's just so obvious now. And they're cooking a lot more at home, which is key, I will say.
0: But they seem to have strayed from the diet plan tonight because I saw tortilla chips and, like, guacamole. Yeah. I don't know.
1: They were cooking. Um, And then I don't remember whether Audrina or Lauren says it. It's just someone says, Jarrett called. He says we need to get our butts to the gym ASAP. Audrina said it. Okay. Audrina said it. Um, so Lowe shows up and says, Audrina, I heard you have a fight with Justin Bobby. And what did Audrina say? She just said she was taking a break again. She said the same goddamn thing she's been, whatever, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, that's why I didn't write it down. Yeah, who, I said, who cares? Yeah, well, I didn't know if you would know. Um, so then they're cooking and Lauren's phone rings and it's an unknown number and she picks it up and Lowe's like, you answer unknown numbers? With you, Lowe, me, I don't. Yeah, and um, Lauren's kind of nodding as she's talking, and Lowe's like, is that your dad? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, it's Jason. She goes, you, you're you kidding! Like, she was like, can't stop talking into the phone. Um, <laughs> and so, I don't even, you can kind of hear Jason's voice in the background, but I don't know what they were talking about. They must have just been, like, picking a place to meet. And I'm assuming it was an unknown number
0: because he was calling, calling from, from, like, re- rehab halfway or, house. Yeah. Halfway house, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, payphone or whatever.
0: Well, because he I, he, I, he may not be allowed to have a cell phone, so no, make sure be like not. the group phone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So then they sit down, they have dinner, and they have one of those like love and sex books.
0: Oh no! I got so excited about this because I used to, it was the book of questions. Yeah. And they had love and sex. I used to love the book of questions. Yeah. Where are those? I don't know. Yeah. They Should make a comeback.
1: Yeah. They were so, super fun at parties. Yeah. It's almost like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Just questions. Um. So Audrina asks Lauren. So, if you could get $500 a day until you touched your lover again, how many days do you think you could last? And she goes, oh, well, that doesn't count. You're not in a relationship. And they zoom in on Lauren so it <laughs> looks like her feelings are hurt, but I'm sure she just doesn't wow, wow. care. And also, you could answer that question anyway. Um, whatever. Um, so, then she, Audrina, asks Lawrence, how many times have you allowed yourself to really fall in love and be swept away? And Lauren just holds up one finger. One said, was that Jason? And Lauren just nods with a mouth uh-huh. full of food. <laughs> um, my last note about this scene is that Lauren looks great. She, yeah. She her does. style is really up and down the past few episodes. But she's wearing just like a cotton striped tank top. Her hair looks good. She's still doing that thing where her makeup looks a little bit old. But she kind of does that. Like, she's just so much about the liquid liner that it's aging her a little but It looks great. Like, it's freshly done, and her hair looks good.
0: And Lo has been looking great. Lo's lost a little weight. Lo's been looking good.
1: Yep. Yeah. Especially compared to, like, her first appearances on this show with yeah. the old lady hair and the bad dress. She's
0: really stepped it up.
1: Yep. Agreed. Um, so then Lauren and Audrina, at the next day, I guess, after dinner, they are lounging at The, the pool. pool. And Lauren has a voicemail from Derek mm-hmm. and she hasn't listened to it yet because she couldn't bring herself to do it, <laughs> which is really We've funny. We've all been there. And I, I love when Lauren's like actually bitchy. I really, it just feels natural. Like she's got to be kind of a bitch. She's a VIP everywhere. She's already worth a ton of money. She's been on TV for like five years at this point. Like she's just gotta be. Yeah. And I love it. Um, and she starts laughing so hard listening to the voicemail. Andrina says, put it on speaker. And Lauren says, No. And Audrina says, what did he say? And she said, nothing. He just said he wondered if I wanted to go have a drink, and I'm not going to call him back. But um, she has fun making fun of him. And then she says, maybe I just have too high of standards. And Audrina says, I mean, maybe. There's no such thing as the perfect guy. Um... So then Audrina says something about how she's struggling with Justin and wonders if they'd be better off just friends.
0: Well, first she says she she didn't talk to him for a whole week. She wouldn't answer his calls for a week. So it was the one week without Justin Bobby.
1: Like she deserves a pat on the back for that. And Lauren says, but you're not just friends with him, Audrina. She's like, you clearly have feelings for the good Justin, but he can't be the good Justin all the time. And if you're going to be with someone, you have to like both sides of them. And I put the theme
0: of this entire episode they were trying to shove down our throats is that you can't just be friends. Right. And I believe that's referring to Jason and Justin.
1: Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I also find that kind of intuitive on Lauren's part. Like, so I feel like when you're in a relationship, you do have to like both parts of somebody. Not like love both parts. Like everyone has their ugly sides. Um, but I do think there's a level of acceptance you have to reach with your partner's ugly side in order to like stick with them, which is, it's intuitive. Yeah. I was thinking about it as she was talking. I was soaking <laughs> up all of Lauren's advice. <laughs> um, so then we're at Bolt House again uh-huh. and we are zoomed in on the doorway of this gorgeous office and who's sitting in there?
0: Heidi. <laughs> Heidi's sitting in there.
1: Well, what I want to know is, like, I feel like
0: they really... I think this is because Brent's such a terrible actor, but I feel like they were really pushing this as a plot point, and we didn't even get to see the, like, congratulations, you got the promotion, this is your job, blah, blah. blah. It's just all of a sudden Heidi's sitting in the office. Yeah. Like, they really built it up to kind of dial it back. So, I like, I wanted to see,
1: like... Elodie,
0: uh, going after the position too. they skipped all of that. And I really think it's because of Brent's poor acting skills.
1: Yeah. And also, I misspoke. Heidi's not sitting in there. She's walking into she, the door. Yes, yeah, she walks because in. Because she greets her new assistant on the way in, Lacey. Yes. So, Elodie stops by and says congratulations, which is very nice of her. And... Heidi says like oh thank you that's so sweet of you like I really didn't want to step on anyone's toes I mean I told Brent and Elodie says like no I mean it is what it is good for you like I just hope you appreciate it as much as I would have and Heidi says I will
0: Um, I have a lot to say about well not a ton to say about this I have two main points. I would love to know the basis for this promotion, (laughs) (laughs) Um, how in the world Heidi got picked over Elodie, like, whatever. And I'm really annoyed that we didn't get a bitch sesh between Elodie and Lesbian Face. Me too. Complaining about this. Me too.
1: That would have at least filled it out. I feel robbed.
0: I really feel robbed. Like, yeah. that's what I wanted. Like, like, fuck that bitch. Like, how dare she go behind my back after everything I've done for her and been so nice to her about her boyfriend and how could she do this to me? Like, we need lesbian vase for Elodie to talk to. Like, where is she? Yeah. And why doesn't she want a promotion, too?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Good question. I feel robbed. I do, too. And I this is where the show really starts to, like, cut corners. Like... If you're gonna overproduce something, at least make it seem fluid and yeah. natural. And they don't. They just like dub things and shove like pieces of dialogue places. And it's not, it's bad.
0: Now, here's the other question because I mean, we know that this job was fake. Heidi said it in The Us Weekly. Um, is Ellie a really good actress? Elodie? Yeah. Like, I mean, Ellie did a really good job of like simmering under the surface. Like, I feel like she's. She's pretty good. Yeah.
1: She's kind of a natural.
0: So do we think I also that think she was it's full not- on acting, or do you think that there was a little bit of, like, her not being in the loop, or...
1: I think it's just not that hard to be annoyed by Heidi.
0: True. True.
1: Like, she literally shows up, like, once a month to film, and I'm sure they're all like, oh, God, it's a filming day. And
0: I guess, too, I could be annoyed enough that the world thinks that this girl beat me up for a promotion. Whether right. or not it was true... Right. ...the world thinks it. Totally. Okay, so, so that maybe that's where her anger's coming from.
1: Yeah. So then we get a nice little montage, I guess. A little beachy montage. Yeah. And um, we see Audrina slowly walking up the sand towards Justin Bobby's motorcycle. And Mm -hmm. Justin Bobby's right behind her. Yep. Um, And they get on the bike and they take off on the PCH and Audrina's butt crack is sticking out. uh, Quite heavily. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we all had the problems with the lowriders in the early 2000s, I'm telling you. But I feel like,
0: well, I guess it's harder to a motorcycle, but I thought to coincide with that, a girl like Audrina would be sporting some whale
1: tail. Yeah. Although, does Audrina wear underwear? A thong? Sure. But she loves a good finger bang and... You just slide
0: in the side. I'm just...
1: Putting it out there. But I see, I'm, I'm using your argument to ask you a question. No, 100% I agree. <laughs> but
0: I feel like Audrina, because of the way she likes to dress, would have liked to rock a whale. Like if someone you walks by and they're sporting a whale tail, you know they're down for a little FB action.
1: That's true. Like she, it's advertising. I mean, the rest of her clothing screams that she would be doing that. Totally. So I was a little surprised. Yeah. A little surprised. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, and then we also see Lauren driving and Lauren looks like such a bitch. She really does. She looks like such an ice queen. Mm -hmm. She's driving in her two door Mercedes convertible with the top down and she's at a stoplight, literally like top down windows up, air conditioning on. Of course. And she's at a stoplight, like messing with her sunglasses and like making this like resting bitch face because there was like a single strand of hair like caught under one of the pieces of her (laughs) sunglasses. She looks, she looks like she'd cut a bitch. Yeah. I kind of admired
0: it, but I was like, oh, there, there it is. And as we established in just a couple seconds, it's complete B-roll because her hair It's not the
1: same day as the scene she's driving to. (laughs) Not at all. Nope. Because she had to get to the restaurant and production had to get set up and the outfits are completely different. Like, it's just ridiculous. Different
0: headband, different everything.
1: Yep. So Lauren is having coffee with Jason. Mm -hmm. Presumably she was driving there, but who knows how she got there. And she's wearing a navy headband with white polka dots. Yep. And a white collared shirt. She looks cute. Yeah, she looks cute. She's very cute. Yeah. She definitely like stepped up her hair and makeup game for the first reunion with the ex, but she looks cute. I would do the same.
0: Who wouldn't? Jason looks amazed.
1: Yeah. Well, he got a haircut and she comments. She said, I like it. It looks good.
0: Yeah. Um, it does look good too. I got rid of that stupid bedhead mess. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot shorter now. It's cute. Yeah. Um, well, and- I would imagine that he shaved it right before he went into rehab because it looks like it's about like yeah. 90 days grown up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then he said like the whole situation was just weird. And Lauren says, what situation? He said, like our breakup, like it was just so sudden and we didn't talk at all. And Lauren said, well, I had to make a clean break from you. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of unhealthy habits and I was really out of control. And she said, well, I always told you I would be your friend eventually. And I think that that's a little telling and I think that that leads us
0: up to what's coming up because if you break up with someone because they are a drug and alcohol addicted mess and that was the issue, I think there is definitely this like hanging on ray of hope background that like, oh, that problem has been erased. So therefore, you know, it's not like he was cheating on her or treating her badly whatever. It was all due to this drug and alcohol problem. So now I can see where she would think that there's a possibility they could get back together.
1: Well, so another thing that's interesting that happened during the girls' dinner right before... or right after Jason calls that we forgot to mention is that someone says, like, how is Jason doing? And Lauren says, he seems good, and he's getting out of rehab. It may have been her conversation with Whitney. And they're like, well, that's really good. And she's like, yeah, but with him, you never know. Like, there is... She's happy for him, but she's doubting that it's going to stick. Of
0: course, and that's normal. But, like,
1: it makes... I think people from... Who didn't know about
0: Jason's drug and alcohol past... I mean, we now fully know that's why they broke up. Like, we didn't really know before for sure that was what caused them to break up. Now we know it is. And I think that any time that's the reason for a breakup, no matter who it is, that... Once the problem is, quote unquote, fixed, that there's always that semblance of hope that like, oh, now they're not doing the things that cause us to break up anymore. There yeah. is a chance we could get back together.
1: Yeah, and especially because I'm sure part of his rehab process was like apologizing.
0: Amends, I'm sure, yes. Yeah,
1: like he still had her number. He was still calling her and wanted to have coffee as soon as he got out. I'm sure they were in touch when he went in. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, so, no, I hear you. It, it does make sense that there's like a little bit of romance possibly happening. It was nice to see him back. It's kind of interesting to watch Lauren with him now, seasons later. She does seem really normal with him in a way she's like not with Brody.
0: Yeah, and very comfortable.
1: Yeah, like you can tell they've known each other since they were actually teens. Yeah. And yeah. It's nice. It was nice. A little touch of Laguna Beach brings the girl home. So then that's it. Yeah, that's kind of it. The, the scene ends and it's kind of awkward. They just drop us off a cliff. Um, but next week is a dues. Oh
0: my gosh. So Scenster
1: <laughs> next week, we get a major drama between
0: Heidi and Elodie. It finally blows up, thank God. Yep. Hopefully Lesbian Vase will make an appearance. Can't wait. And then, one of my all-time favorite Hills scenes episodes ever. Yes. The Throwdown at Ketchup. Yes. Between Spencer and Heidi and Jason and Lauren. And it is so good.
1: Yep. And I cannot wait. This is where Spencer and Heidi really ramp up their villain. Like, yes, they do. Their yes, villainous do. activity.
0: Yeah, and I, I I have a lot to say about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Steve. So stay tuned for next week.
1: And that's our episode. And you can find the
0: podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at FranklyMaryB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us. At franklymareB at
1: gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time.